Job losses increase, states begin to open, and life after COVID-19 begins to take shape. You are listening to the Paul Dietzel Report, a weekly report looking back to the week that was. This is Paul Dietzel. When Louisiana native Todd Graves first conceived of the fast food restaurant Raising Cane's, his idea earned him a C- in a business writing course at Louisiana State University. He didn't quit. Todd worked dangerous jobs to raise enough money to open the first restaurant near the gates of LSU. That was more than 34 years ago. Raising Cane's has grown into a recognizable brand across entire regions of the United States and even the world. But when the COVID-19 pandemic started to exert its full force against them, Todd knew he had to act fast. He saw other restaurants shut down, never to reopen again, because their business plans weren't prepared for a crisis like this. But really, who was? Who could be? As Todd watched the crisis unfold in China, he went into action. He immediately adjusted his strategic plan for the entire company. Out of the 500 restaurants, 33 non drive through locations temporarily closed, but he refused to lay off any of his 23,000 workers. Our mantra then was no crew member left behind, Graves said. I wanted the team that went into this pandemic to be the team that we come out with. Employees across the nation realized it was time to help pull the company in a new direction. They turned their focus to drive through service. They made sure that customers knew safety and sanitation was a primary concern. And the food quality of Raising Cane's customers that they had come to enjoy didn't suffer at all. New and innovative measures were put into place within days to make sure that restaurants could stay open. It wasn't easy. At first, it was very difficult. But slowly, things began to stabilize. Todd announced last week that sales had returned to pre-COVID-19 numbers. In his words, the crew that we work with, they continue to make a difference. Some locations without drive through service are changing. These locations are now makeshift mask-making factories for healthcare workers and others. The entire company has become refocused on its core business. Everyone is learning to change and serve in new ways. And that's what a crisis will do for a business, for each individual, and for an entire nation. Praxis Ventures in New York City, an area hit hard by the coronavirus, held a virtual meeting for leaders across the nation this week. Dave Blanchard, the group's president, joined Andy Crouch, a leading writer and thinker in matters of organizational and cultural change, to talk with entrepreneurs and leaders from all across the nation about the changes taking place in every area of the economy. They discovered what one could guess. Things are changing across the economic spectrum. Funding streams once thought solid are drying up. Business plans are falling apart. And the staggering pace of change is taking its toll. Andy provided a new perspective that reframes the entire crisis. While nothing like this has happened during the modern era, the dramatic change happening right now exposes weaknesses in nonprofits that were already starting to show, cause downturn in the profits and operating capital of small businesses, and create opportunity for innovation, all at the same time. Both Dave and Andy said that change is never easy, especially when forced under duress. The modern COVID-19 crisis is a landmark experience that is transforming entire sectors of the American economy. Leaders are being forced to repurpose factories, reinvest capital, reprioritize inventory, and revalue technology. Innovation is no longer a luxury. Innovation is a necessity. The digital economy is rising to a power like never before. Out of this crisis, technology is creating new inventions, businesses, nonprofits, and schools. It's impacting churches and hospitals. Technologies that manage workflow and enable employees to work from home are here to stay. American factories are forever different. Colleges and universities are facing powerful headwinds of change. Some are reworking the academic calendar. 
Many are adapting to hybrid models of online and in-class instruction to meet the demands of students in a post-COVID-19 economy. Leaders must not shrink back. Now is the time to stretch forward to new opportunities. We can overcome the pain of change through new accomplishments. Step-by-step, day-by-day, new work done in a new way can become our new reality. This reminds me of one more thing. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Proverbs 14, 23. Until next week, this is Paul Dietzel.